It's the same old story. It's been a long day at the job, or maybe it's just starting to feel long, and you feel that urge to stretch your legs and get a little bit of a break. You walk down the street, or maybe you get behind the wheel of your car, and you feel the weight begin to lift. You walk through the doors, and the sound of the place starts to clear the air. You get a table, you order your drink, you listen to the sounds of the bar, and soak in the conversation. Welcome to the TNE Speakeasy with your hosts, Caleb and Isaac. Listen in as they discuss a variety of topics, such as the Nintendo Switch, Resident Evil, and the WWE. We have, we still have Thanksgiving, but two weeks ago we had Truth and Reconciliation Day. How does that make any sense? Oh yeah, I forgot all about that. Yeah, exactly. You forgot all about it. Okay, fair enough. I mean, for some <laughs> of us who, a, a brand new holiday in September, which again, two two holidays in September, that seems greedy. You know me, I don't pay any attention to holidays. No. So. <laughs> but this one actually has some significance, like actual, like real, at least countrywide significance, excuse me. Uh, just just in that, well, at least, excuse me, not Thanksgiving, but Truth and Reconciliation Day. It's a brand new one that is probably comparable to, I don't know if there's any holidays or days where it's recognized by the Germans of, like, Nazi history. Like. Oh, yeah, I don't know. That's a, this is a very big one, let's put it that way. Yeah, the only thing I remember about this one is that people were kind of, like, a little bit little bit turned off because it was only a stat for uh, government workers well it turns out it wasn't because it i i got the day off i, I just mean like a paid like um oh paid never vacation mind. never mind never mind whoops yeah. watch myself on that one <laughs> caught me on that one didn't you yeah and people were like oh like you know not not a lot of native folks or at least not you know like a huge amount necessarily work for the government so nope. it's kind of a little weird to uh so, but <laughs> we're indigenous folks. It will be interesting one day when they're in charge, eh? Oh, but just since we're talking a little bit about indigenous folks, me and Brianna just actually went to go see a movie. Uh, I think it might have been yesterday, called uh, Night Raiders in the theater. Yes, I've heard about that one. Do you uh, highly recommend this one? Um, I wouldn't say highly. Um, but it was certainly enjoyable. But I definitely wouldn't give it a high recommend. No. Okay. What's the connection? Like, uh, like, oh, oh, it was like, um, it, indigenous leads. I think the director was indigenous as well. Okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, Brianna in particular always finds kind of small, um, indigenous Canadian films. Very nice. So, so we watched a lot of those. Yeah, I'm hoping to do more of those at some point. Yeah, she finds them because she's always following Degrassi actors. Ah, I see. And Degrassi actors over in Toronto have been in a lot of indigenous kind of lead films very interesting yeah it's so funny the guy that she wanted to go see this movie for he maybe had four minutes of screen time <laughs> so i was like and she's like oh, i don't i just he was the reason i knew about it not the reason i wanted to go see it okay that's what she said after the fact so well there's your four minutes of screen time 
hopefully it was worth it. <laughs> but yeah, definitely something to see, but, you know, going with kind of uh, tempered expectations. Well, I guess speaking of films, this is completely off topic, but I, as I mentioned to you in our text, I just had gotten, well, got back, but a few hours ago I went and saw No Time to Die. True, buddy. What'd you think? Well, first off, have you seen it? Nope, not till Wednesday. Okay. Um, well, this this is more like no time to be released and or no time to actually uh, being viewed, being watched because there was a power outage at our theater. No way. Are you kidding? <laughs> so I had uh, my family and I went and saw it uh, at the Coquitlam Odeon Complex, mm. uh, Cineplex Odeon, excuse me, in Coquitlam, a, a favorite of mine, and for some random reason. I don't know what happened, but about where a certain character shows up, maybe you'll know which one. Uh, all of a sudden, the lights just go out, or the movie turns off, lights come on. It's the emergency lights, and we're treated to a. I I go outside, and yeah, the whole theater is just like the entire theater and the studio or complex itself is just like dark. So did they give you guys your money back, or did they restart the movie? Uh, so they said the so a spokesperson, whether it was the manager or not, I have no idea who it was. They came in and they said so the power's out in the entire facility, and it won't come back on for another hour. As soon as they said that, the power came right back on, and the <laughs> movie audio came back, but the screen was turned off, like there was no image. Oh man, <laughs> timing is everything. Oh my goodness. <laughs> So they, they did at the very end of the movie, uh, they did offer us free movies, uh, like, a, like a free movie pass or whatnot, like a, was it a, a voucher to a free movie, but I declined. I was like, no thanks. Well, that's fair. Because it wasn't their fault. They had nothing to do with this, unless like their system overheated. I, I don't know, or they intentionally did that just to give free movies for everybody. Like, what the heck would they do that for? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they just, they decided to lose money that day. Keep in mind, context, there's been, there was a storm that happened recently like friday saturday night but that was friday saturday night it's monday like afternoon it's it's colder but that would have nothing to do with like what freezing the systems not even like that cold for frost to appear so no it was either they overheated the system or somebody blew a transformer or something i have no idea oh but so i guess you you got to uh, see the finished product after that, and uh... yes. Uh, although there was a delay in that, like I said, this, the audio went on for about like ten more minutes without the uh, without the screen on. Not excuse me, not the screen, but without the picture showing. Oh wow! Yeah. Uh, so we were spoiled to certain elements that I won't s say. Uh, certain storyline parts, or certain parts of the story, excuse me. And they f they got it back working finally, and images were finally back on screen. And then movie play they re they 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 were they were round rewound the play the the movie excuse me which I was surprised by and I don't think yeah. I've ever been to a theater where that's happened and we got to s did it look like if you're rewinding like a Blu-ray where it, like images juddering backwards or no 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 <laughs> it was just like almost like scene selection where you just like hit chapter back oh okay mm. something like that I don't know but we we basically saw a, a scene over again. Uh, which is hilarious. So I got to like view it in detail, <laughs> uh, and then the build-up to uh, whatever the story spoiler was going on was, I guess, worth it and, and interesting. I'll say that, but it was it was kind of funny. So <laughs> well, and then finally at the very end of the film, like when it was over, uh, credits rolled, 
the guy behind me was just like, well, that movie, well, that sucked. And I don't know whether he was thinking, like, the, the, the storyline sucked, or, like, the, the experience sucked, or what happened to the movie sucked. I have no idea. Yeah, that's a good question. Good question. Yes. Now, go right ahead. Pardon me. Oh, I was just asking uh, any sort of initial kind of thoughts you wanted to give. Hmm, well, so, funny story, this, uh, it's scored by Mr. Zimmer himself, who, there's one point where I could clearly hear some Rises themes, or Rises, uh, soundtrack, which is hilarious. <laughs> I'm like, oh boy, that's, that's kind of funny. Uh, what else is there? Oh, there's, so, I, I, I gotta make sure, how much do you know about the film? Mm, the next nothing. I know the villain. Okay, but, so, yeah. there's, yeah, so there's an unfortunate there also might be a potential reason why again I, i'm not going to go into it at all we'll, we'll probably go into it later sure there's a potential reason why this film may have also been postponed not just because of apprehension to releasing movies again in theater excuse me but also a part of the story let's maybe i'm giving away too much for you but there's maybe a reason why they withheld it yeah, maybe we'll do a brief little spoiler discussion with Eric on Sunday. Oh, there we go. Yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, that. Steve texted me yesterday. He's like, Bond, brilliant. <laughs> so. I, I will say, like, I will kind of show my hand a bit and said I did enjoy it. Um, though I did enjoy Spectre when I saw it last, like, well, five, six years ago. Yes, I enjoy Spectre, too. I mean, it's definitely a weak film in many parts. But... I will cert- Yeah, I will ask both of you this. On, I'm going to forget this, but I'm going to ask both of you on Sunday. Uh, what your guys' favorite Daniel Craig Bond theme is. Oh, I already know mine. Absolutely. Is it is it Quantum of Solace or is it... Oh, no, it's uh, Casino Royale. See, I don't, I, that's the one I haven't heard. I've, I, have to, I have to listen to that before Sunday. Because so far I've enjoyed all of them, except, say, for Casino Royale, because I've not seen it or heard mm. it. Oh, you never seen that movie, too? I've seen bits of it, not the whole thing. Hmm. But I've never seen the opening. I, I I recently heard Quantum of Solace, and I love Chris Cornell's uh, theme song. It's it's pretty cool. Oh, Chris Cornell! I'm pretty sure he did the one for Casino Royale. Not oh, did uh, he? Or was it? Oh, maybe that was maybe that was the one, not Quantum of Solace. Yeah, I don't remember Quantum of Solace. The people who made it, but I know that I don't know them for anything else except for that. Interesting. So maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it is Casino Royale for me, but. I need a tier list. So I gotta listen to Quantum Solace. Well, I'm wrong. I am. Uh, pardon me. I will retract yeah. my statements. <laughs> His theme is uh, uh, You Know My Name, I think it is. Brilliant. It was, it was. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, and if you've seen the intro that goes along with it. That's a good intro. That, yeah, knocks my socks off. That's a really good intro. And I was always, up to that point, I was always against the CGI intros. I was like, they're never gonna be as good as the old Bonds. Like, like the CGI stuff is complete crap. Like some know-it-all kid. <laughs> and then I watched that theme, and I was just like, I was dead wrong. Like, this is this is great. You had to eat your own <laughs> words, they say. Yep, yep, ate my own words. Well, yeah, kind of showing my hand and saying, yeah, Casino Royale is probably my favorite one. But I really did enjoy Adele and Sam Smith's versions. And even Billie Eilish, I very much enjoyed her No Time to Die theme, what I called No Time to Die. Oh, I've not heard it yet. I've been holding off. They, I heard a sample of it. I mean, okay, I could have easily heard it any time because they released it online, but I yeah. hold, held off to wait. I wanted to see it in the or hear it at theaters. I'm gonna listen to it again for a few more times just to see because I'm just I'm just proud. I'm happy that she was able to 
as, as a young and up-and-coming artist, I'm glad that she uh, was able to get this opportunity. Yeah, good for her. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know her music, so this will be one of my introductions. I just know her that one of the songs that she's known for triggers the heck out of me, so I don't listen to that one. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> well, in what way? I'm, I'm just out of curiosity. Uh, it just, it just like triggers me, and like just because of my autism, it just, it just triggers me. Oh, okay. Like, like I meant, like it was like the production, or just maybe you don't know in particular. Uh, it's kind of the, the the baseline. Just somehow, like, like ASMR just doesn't agree with my my brain. Oh, okay. If that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah. Some some of that stuff just doesn't blend well, you know. <laughs> it, it's between individuals. It's not. A, I don't think it's a terrible song. Yeah. I, mean, I, I don't know what it's about because I don't try to listen to it. For all I know, it could be like the best song ever, but <laughs> I, just, I just choose not to listen to that. Oh, that's fair. Um. Oh, I've got another movie I went to go see. This one on Friday. Let's hear it. Called Lamb. Have you heard of this? <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I saw a preview of it somewhere. Uh, oh, what else? What uh, what previews were there? Oh, so sorry not to interrupt you. There was sure. a preview for Dune, uh, and the trailer was awful. And what else was there? Oh, Ghostbusters uh, Afterlife. I not sold on that trailer, but I'm not like holding it against the movie. The movie's not being held against me on that one. That's that's, that's fine. I'm gonna see it anyways. Fair and enough. One other one. I can't remember what it was. Universal. No, that's, that's what fun was. And now I forgot it. Dang it. <laughs> was it Kingsman? Because I haven't seen that one. Everywhere. No, it was not Kingsman. Oh, Kingsman, yeah. Oh, it was uh, It was, It was. was the new Ridley, other Ridley Scott movie, surprisingly. He's got two coming out. Oh, so not The Last Duel? Some no, it's, uh, it's called Life of Gucci, I believe. Oh, House of Gucci. House of yeah. Gucci, thank you. Uh, that's one that I probably will go watch. Oh, yeah, I forgot that was him. Yeah, I, I like the production values of that movie. Some, I didn't like the trailer, but I liked the, the way that one was shot. I'll, I'll say the trailer certainly got my attention. Um, <laughs> it's got uh, uh, Kylo Ren in it. It's got Lady Gaga herself in it. And many an unrecognizable Jared Leto. <laughs> That's what put me off, honestly. I was like, oh, there goes that fucking Ridley Scott again, using these unconvincing uh, rubber masks. So I was thinking of Prometheus with Guy Pierce. I was like, why does he keep doing this? <laughs> what, you weren't convinced, um, you weren't convinced about Christian Bale being Dick Cheney in his advice? Oh, I never seen that. Okay. Yeah, I never watched that one. Oh, yeah, but Lamb. <laughs> Yeah, Lamp, sorry. It has, uh, speaking of it, Ridley Scott, it, it has uh, whatever her name was from Prometheus in it. Yes. Yeah, Nomi, Nomi or Pace, I think it is. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I watched, Brianna had mentioned it, and I was like, okay, new A24, like, I'll see this, but I don't know anything about it. But it's got so many lambs in it, and they're just so fucking cute and funny. <laughs> Almost every time it would cut to a lamb's face, I would just, like, giggle to myself, because I'd be like, <laughs> look at that lamb acting. Like, you can just look at all those kids on screen. They're just, they're just everywhere. Yeah, they're so cute. You certainly don't want to go to a donair place anytime soon afterwards. Yeah, I, I could never eat lamb due to something in my childhood with uh, eating a lamb, so. Hey, I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I don't want to push people, push my agenda down people's throats. That's not what I'm trying to do. But yeah, it, it wasn't a great film, but it had some really great production values and um, had some cool stuff to it. So that's another one I'd recommend. What did you like about it? I guess you said you just said that, but uh, what was the 
What was the theme, the message across the film? I don't know. <laughs> I was I wondered that numerous times, especially when it was over. Oh, it's one of those films. Got it. <laughs> yeah, it, it seems like it was maybe based on Icelandic myths that maybe I didn't know about. I got the sense that maybe that was happening. Perhaps. <gasps> right, there was one other one. But, no, it's definitely worth checking out, but I wouldn't put it on the level of, like, A Midsummer or The Lighthouse or anything like that, okay. but another worthy uh, A24 film. And there was another uh, trailer, one more trailer, uh, by our good old buddy Kenneth Branagh. Uh, mm. His upcoming film, it's called Belfast. Yeah. And it uh, it's in black and white. So that's uh, interesting to watch. Yeah, that's one of those trailers that they I feel like they push too hard they're like this is going to be an oscar bait movie everybody see it interesting okay i'm interested in the movie but i just the trailer i just it bugs me for whatever reason it it put you off to it eh yeah not to the movie just i was like ah this i mean maybe i'm just that way with trailers naturally or i just find them too much it's always the music the music always feels like it's trying to win a a reward itself (laughs) just on the trailer best trailer of the year i mean we certainly know the one from 2019. Oh, Joker? The Joker! That should have won, like, trailer of the year. And Mission Impossible Fallout could have won one, too? No. <laughs> ah, no, no. It's, no, that's, I mean, trailer is okay, but the, especially with, like, Henry Cavill's character, like, lo- loading his, like, shotgun yes, rifles, like, that's just amazing. <laughs> but... With the imagined dragons in the background, I'll, I'll, I'll disagree with you on that one. <laughs> sure, that's fair. Uh, yeah, there's definitely some, some movies coming out. Definitely. Including The Last Duel that we uh, that I want to go see. Yeah, I think that's already gone to the theater, I think. What the hey? I, okay, I, I didn't see it because I, um, I looked up a bunch of movies that are coming out, uh, and I didn't see it on there. Yeah, I think it already... Actually, it's playing right now. In very few showings. Okay, fair enough. One one showing at uh, Pit Meadows Theater, uh, two in Coquitlam, two in Langley. Okay, well, I'm going to have to do a late night. Maybe I'll do a late night theater run this week. See it. Yeah, before it gets out. Yeah, before it, I'm a bit peeved off. Candyman's out of theater now. Oh, you want to go re- rewatch it? Yeah, because Yule's back from Montreal this week, and I wanted to go see it with him, and there's no showings. That pees me off to no end. Hey, where's the Hollywood 3? <laughs> Shoot, you son of a... Brought cheap theaters. Yeah, no, that's... that's dang, I gotta... Okay, I'll check the... Okay, yeah, no, I'll check the cheap theater. Um. Oh, yeah, and I don't know what the official runtime of No Time to Die was, but, like, I, I thought it was supposed to be, like, three hours or something like that. It, it certainly felt like, well, I don't say felt like it, but it certainly extended it to it uh, because of my power outage. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. But, just joking, I, I have no, no time to end, that's what it is. <laughs> oh, and I just realized, um, there the the one new, like, I guess you've seen the trailer, right? Uh, for No Time to Die? Yeah. Okay, you, you know about the, how there's a, there's another character in there, right? That's, that's another agent? Oh, yeah, that was the big controversy. Yeah, the controversy there was that. I didn't know who that was until Hannah told me, because I was like, that woman looks familiar, and it's appar- she's apparently, like, Captain Marvel's friend or something like that? Yep. yep okay. She was. Both in the 90s and then, or, well, I guess 80s and then the 90s, or no? 
um, the 90s, and I believe they're replacing her character in Marvels. Yeah, with someone Wait. who was in, uh... What? Yeah, because it's going to be a big time jump, so... What's Marvels? That's the sequel to uh, Captain Marvel. Oh my goodness, they're doing a whole, like, Marvel family. I guess so, yeah. Uh -huh. Oh wow, okay. Well, they better bring in, uh, what's that guy's name? It's the it's the counterpart Superman character. Oh, what's that guy's name? Yeah, I don't remember. But I wonder if they'll bring in Guinness Marvel. Excuse me, the the Kree guy, the original Kree Captain Marvel. Oh yeah, I've I've really not looked into it, so I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. I, the only reason I know about that actress is because she she showed up in Wandavision. I guess they're setting her up to be a part of um yeah this new movie. So. I don't oh. even know what order this is coming out in, but... Interesting. Huh, I didn't know she was in one... That's random. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was, she was cool in that. WandaVision overall was cool, so I was like, oh, I'm, I'm excited to see her go well, on. I haven't had a miss in any of these TV shows. Except for What If. <laughs> well, that doesn't count, because that's just <laughs> What If. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> you, can't, you can't throw that show... Okay, <laughs> even if you don't like the storylines, it's just a What If... <laughs> It's fine. I don't know. Okay, I'm just making making crap up. Yeah, it's it's just the fact that they say that we have to watch it because it's in continuity. They're like, oh, if you don't watch it, you're going to miss things that are going to be set up for, uh, I think it was Doctor Strange or maybe it was Spider-Man. I can't remember which one. You know, you guys are also missing in continuity Mar Mar Netflix shows and then Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And uh, also in Humans. I guess they were all uh, included at the time. At least at the start. Yeah, no, certainly at the start. And they quickly spun off. <laughs> All Phase 2 properties, I just realized. Wow. Talk about experimenting, so... Yep. Jeez, yeah, that really is what it, what, it, what it was. Yep. Fascinating. Yeah, and I guess if they finally found their footing. I guess so, but there you won't get to the same level of... Okay, I'm not going to say good storytelling. I'm, I'm not going to say that. I'm going to say, like, I guess maturity as Netflix had. Um... Though I may be speaking out of my rear because I haven't seen it. What I, what I mean is, I just mean, let's just say there were some parts of... Okay, yeah, I gotta, okay, I gotta backtrack a bit. What I just mean is there were some intensities that Netflix shows went away with, like the, um, the door scene in the first season of Daredevil. Oh yeah, they definitely played on the violence, absolutely. That's kind of what I mean more, whereas, uh, I will, I will, I guess, praise, even though I've seen none of it. I'll praise the storytelling aspect where they actually can like follow up so and give some good storylines to these characters who were sidelined. Yeah, and they don't steer away from like some dark subject matter, like especially Falcon and Winter Soldier gets into some really like dark um, parts of the uh, their version of America's history. That's good. That's I'm I'm glad that's in there. But I I would like to see that plus the violence. I don't want to say, like, I want the violence, but the violence certainly, I guess, helped the helped with the serious subject matter, if that makes sense. Yeah, it helps kind of the impact of it. They go hand in hand. And they didn't have, they didn't need, feel the need to have, like, um, comedy relief characters in Daredevil. Because it wasn't fully Marvel, so it didn't have the Marvel brand of humor. I mean, they had, they had Turk, if you remember him, but that was, like, a very, like, small side character. Yeah, yeah, small side character. And it's not like I'm saying those those shows weren't devoid of comedy. There were like there was comedy when there needed to be comedy, but it didn't like take a big precipice over anything else. 
Yeah, it wasn't the Marvel brand of comedy where it's just like, let's stop the scene for jokes. Even if... And there was certainly less of that in Falcon and Winter Soldier, but it was definitely still there, so... <laughs> even even if the original showrunner for Daredevil was an understudy... Well, I don't know understudy, but a, a companion of Joss Whedon's. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Drew Goddard, I think. Yep. I mean, I don't know, I... <laughs> Am I saying that it's all Joss Whedon's fault that we have all this comedy? I, I have no idea. No, it was it was Iron Man. <laughs> but Iron Man was a good movie, though. Yeah, and they had they had a good level of, of the humor. Robert Downey Jr. could do it better than anyone. It was just, and that movie was so improv improvisational. Interesting. They kept being like, because I don't know if you know much about the production of that movie, but. Yeah, it was it was all shot on the fly. They like almost I don't think they ever had a completed script. Oh my goodness. Just Downey and Favreau would write the, the lines before they would shoot. And so I guess all the other movies try to like emulate that style. Ooh. But they're very clearly not improvised, so it's just like stopping scenes and pretending it is or something. I don't know. Or maybe it is improvised, but it's just really bad. I don't know. Oof. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's a that's a dang shame. Yeah, it is. It definitely is. You're our, our weekly check-in to the Marvel Universe. <laughs> yeah, it's always a little MCU talk in the, uh, the speakeasies. Other than that, I guess now the Batman is happening in 2022. The Batman. Oh, oh yes. Yeah, yeah the Batman. Um, but p perhaps for the best. Uh give Warner Brothers, you know, have them release their the, the, the big the big movie this year. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And save that one till next year. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention as well. I uh I bought myself well pre bought pre ordered whatever well I pre ordered, but bought myself online. This is really like off topic, but I bought myself uh Nintendo Switch O L E D. Oh, Switch, eh? Damn. It just got released on Friday, and it was... I'm not going to say it was hard to find, um, but finding it uh, before this past week was, and pre-ordering it was uh, the difficult part. Hmm. Was it very expensive, or I don't know anything about this new model or something? Uh, so this one... You know, let me see. Give me one second here. I have the receipt. No, wait, no. There's the receipt. No, I can pull up. Yeah, I'll pull up what the uh, what the specs are. And also, they just released a. Oh my, oh my goodness! They sold out online. So I I bought it from Best Buy, and like was it yesterday? And uh, they were they were sold in. Okay, so what? So here's here's what happened. I went to the store yesterday. Well, f first I went to the Coquitlam Toys R Us because we no longer have a Toys R Us in Surrey. Because, well, I think there's one over in Delta, but that doesn't matter. Or Scott Road. But, because I, I was looking around to see, because if you go to the Nintendo store, they'll literally say, like, where to buy uh, the, the where, where to buy their products. And so they said for the OLED, they had it at this Coquitlam store, and they didn't. So I was like, crap, well, I guess I'll just go to the Best Buy at Surrey Central. So I did. And the Nintendo rep there, really nice guy, uh, after the conversation was over and he answered all my questions, he ended up giving me a Mario 35 anniversary uh, lanyard for me for free, which is nice. Like, really good bud. Oh, that's and, cool. 
that Best Buy is great. We get we we just like we always have good luck there. I'd say mm-hmm. I always have good luck there. Yep. Um But it turned out he 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 gave me the scoop in that there's actually a few units left on the uh, it, online. So I quickly went home, bought it, and yeah, now it's sold out online. Looking at it, so that's that's just, dang. That was cool. that was scary. Wow. Let's see. So. The screen is apparently bigger than the standard Switch model. Um, yeah, seven-inch screen—that's what it is. Whereas I guess before it was like the original one was not. Uh, let's see, Joy-Cons, enhanced audio systems, screen one, design, whatever. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, built-in wired LAN port quickly connects to the internet connection and when playing in TV mode. Okay, I think that was like a point of contention as well for some people is that it didn't have like a dedicated network system, I believe. I, I could be wrong on that. But the other thing was that uh, the original Nintendo Switch only had 32 gigabytes, whereas this one has 64 internal storage. Oh, okay, that's good. So that's uh, that's that's for those who. Are just like oh I need I need games or I need uh, uh, I have two little games but uh, you could apparently like store more games through like memory cards or stuff like that. There you but go. The big That's point crazy. of contention, of course, that everybody's just like, well, what about what about like games? Like how do I justify buying a system that doesn't have any games for it? Fret not, I just did like the, the I I did all the math today and I already had made I have a list and I have what was it like. 48 games that I could buy for the Switch. That's quite a few. That's quite a few, so I think that justifies the system. <laughs> I am excited for it to do that, to get to that. Amongst my other 50-odd numbered list of games to play on my PS4. Hey, maybe the, maybe the Switch will finally get you back into playing video games. You were off for a while with the drawing thing. Are you still sticking to that? That's or? for a whole year. Oh, okay. And even then, I still want to like keep trying to attempting even though i'm failing at it miserably well i just because it was like an embargo almost for like yeah it's an embargo yeah when's that one up uh the end of this year oh okay so yeah coming pretty soon then there you go ah <sighs> yeah even though i've been doing trash like i gotta <laughs> i don't think i want to give it up hey i mean if you're gonna be buying this this time I mean, you gotta play it to justify the expense so. i do but <laughs> oh whatever <laughs> anyway, that's 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 that. So, yeah, that's great. A switch. That's awesome. I'm I'm definitely wanting to get one at some point soon as well. Um, I'm not sure if I'm gonna get that over a new console, or if I should, you know, which one to get first, really. Or... Well, there's only two that you probably want to get. It's that one and then the five, whenever that comes out. But there yeah. are still no five systems anywhere to be available. So probably not even until 2022. Yeah, it's so fucking weird. What a weird time. I can legit. I keep meaning to do this to you. I keep uh, meaning to like lending you my PS4 if you want and playing a bunch of games on it. Do you have the five now or no? Just I- I'll lend you the four and like give you a bunch of games to play. Yeah, I've been having the same problem. You've been. I mean, I guess you've been doing it intentionally, but I've been unintentionally just not able to play games lately. Well, fair enough. Like you said, probably just sit there. <laughs> it's yeah. No, mine's is, mine's. Is, intentionally not playing whereas you just you know i guess can't yeah i try i try i've I've tried to get into so many games and i just i play a couple hours and i just never go back well 
Maybe, again, I lend you some of mine. I mean, maybe that makes... It doesn't... Maybe maybe it doesn't work, who knows. Yeah, I think I think I just need to find the right game. And I feel like Nintendo is more what I'm looking to play. Like, if I could play a Mario game, I think I would get just sucked in there. Because I was playing Mario on my little... Um, uh, what is it? Super Nintendo Mini. Yeah, there you go. SNES Mini. Yeah, and I still play Terraria. So, I mean... But that's kind of mindless. It's not really uh, like getting in, pulled into a game, playing a story or anything. No, that's fair. Um, I will. I guess we'll I'll open up a bit and say like I I kind of did break my uh, yeah no I did break my no video game embargo last Sunday. Oh yeah, what were you playing? I don't know. I ended, I, I don't know why. I just what is it? I I found a sale. I got a sale on uh, PSN because I still look at like games that are on sale. Like I'm gonna buy like. It's, I'm terrible. I'm gonna buy games that are still like on sale at least, so I can play them later. I mean, they're still on sale. That's terrible justification. Like I'm no different than anybody else, where it's just like, oh, I saw the sale on like whatever item I like, so I'm just gonna buy it. Hey, you know, every now and again I buy uh, comics on Comicsology that I know we're, I'm gonna save for review later. Yeah, that's true. So I'm not intending to read it until we we end up doing it. I guess that's maybe justification but maybe not because i'm just like well why would you buy something if you like aren't gonna use it immediately or if it's practical hey I'm who like, does I've, I've said that <laughs> term before so it's like i'm terrible i'm a hypocrite so oh, how many books do we buy and like oh we'll get to this one after the next book don't get to it for five years <laughs> I f- yep i feel i f- i feel okay when i buy a book <laughs> just because it's socially acceptable well, i think video games are pretty socially acceptable too but maybe no, there's still a whole generation that doesn't like them and thinks they're a waste of time. Yeah, they're way out of date. I mean, yeah, way, fair. way out of date. Um, so I bought this game called Gravity Rush. And I had clicked on or sort of clicked. Yes, no, I clicked on something I shouldn't have. And it went to the main menu and I ended up playing like starting it. <laughs> And moving around, and I was like, okay, once the action kicks in, then then I'll just stop. Because right now I'm just walking around, and I don't feel like that's playing... Well, okay, it is playing a game, but I was just <laughs> like, I'm just walking around, that's it. And I literally just spent, like, maybe three minutes uh, testing how, like, the collision works in that game. Uh, and what I could climb, what I couldn't climb, because sometimes the character can auto-climb, and also not. Oh yeah, why did I buy this game called Gravity Rush? Well, there's a section in the PlayStation Store labeled like superpowered games or superpowers. I'm just like, or superhero games, I don't remember which one. I was like, oh, well, I like superheroes slash powers. Let's let's see what this is like. And it was under there, so I was like, okay, fair enough. And it, basically, hence the title, it has to do with manipulating gravity. Oh, okay. And I didn't get a chance to do a lot with it or at least you know test it a bit but it seems like the character can go zero g like reverse gravity on themselves and they fall towards the sky but then they can also hover and then you can like have yourself fall towards an enemy if that makes sense so you're thinking three dimensional three dimensions here so they don't do it full because this was originally a psp game like a ps vita game i believe uh, and they remastered it on for like the PS3 or PS4, I believe. Um, so the the whole 
the mechanic itself of like she goes in the air and then you should be able to like control where she's going. I, I, I don't think they got that down very well for this one at least, but I can see like, you know, potential for that system, if that makes sense. No, yeah, that could be really cool. Yeah, it could be really right. cool. Because obviously you gotta you, you would air quotes die if you say you start the initial float, so you go zero G. You have the power to create like a zero G field around you. And then you 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 know, you're you're floating in the air and then you can like either fly towards wherever your object is, or you could like dive bomb somebody uh, at whichever plane. So you could be upside down on the world, like on the on the where the surface the terra firma is. You could be upside down and inverted. Uh, so the the part you would want to avoid the death air quotes would be maybe not taking fall damage, but falling off a cliff should mean nothing at all because you can unless you like don't initiate zero g and you have to activate that yourself and it's not passive but other death would involve hitting zero g and then well no you'd still be affected by gravity i guess so but you shoot you accidentally like shoot yourself into space and then die because of asphyxiation that uh that kind of sucked there bud that, that wouldn't be good but it was that game and i like got three trophies out of it by accident <laughs> and uh worked some combat you know, just kind of just testing it out. I was like, all right, this isn't too bad. I, I certainly can see uh, the story and um, get, I can see myself getting into the story and playing it when I, you know, resume playing games. Um, I don't know why I, I think I just in, initially wanted to like see the menu of it, but I was tempting fate there. I loaded up the, uh, my collection, my HD collection of Devil May Cry and uh, ended up playing that first game, which was the very first fixed camera angles game I have ever played. Oh. I have boy. never played a original Resident Evil game before in my life. I know of them. I'm aware of it all and the complaints people have with it, but I myself have never played one before. And that day was my first time. And knowing as it sort of was, I, again, only played for like 40 minutes. I wasn't. I was okay with it, because I kind of like understood. Okay, this this makes sense. You have to like aim your control stick um, in the right direction, because once you go to a new fixed angle, um, the literally the angle switches. So you could be going backwards instead of forwards. Yep. So that yeah, that can be obnoxious, especially if you're in the middle of being chased. Like it can get. Unless you're uh, super familiar with it, it can get confusing at times. Yes. No, it certainly out. is uh, a learning curve. Yeah. And I know you probably played Resident Evil games, uh, whereas not playing a Devil May Cry game, but this sort of work, they kind of... Yeah, for any of the battles so far, at least the ones that I've played, uh, they occurred in like big open areas uh, where the camera doesn't always change so that was kind of at least i guess helpful hmm yeah resident evil it's usually you're running through hallways and things and trying to get to doors and yeah it's it can be annoying <laughs> going upstairs uh, well, i guess you don't know about the uh oh yeah i don't think you know about the uh development history behind Res or devil may cry one do you Nope, don't know anything about it. It, for all intents and purposes, was supposed to be Resident Evil 4. Oh, oh, interesting. It started out life as Resident Evil 4, and it got 
because it takes place on an island. Um, I think that isn't that the plot of Code Veronica. Oh, I've never played that game. Okay, never mind. <laughs> Even though I've had it on like three consoles, I've just never played it. Oh, good grief! <laughs> what the hey, bud? Um, but, oh, sorry, I won't chat. So I chastise <laughs> you. But um, well, the anyway, the idea initially was going to be like this new guy. I don't think it was supposed to be Chris, but or Leon. Excuse me, not Chris. He's in five. Leon's in four. Um, but one of the producers or directors or one of the guys on. Uh, the Resident Evil series was going to make four and they initially had this guy in this red like jumpsuit on, well not red jumpsuit excuse me but this red outfit with a machine gun and he was going to like go through this castle and fight it but I guess it was getting and they were going to go very weird with like the creatures but they went a bit too weird and it took on a life of its own and it thus became Devil May Cry hmm. oh that's cool yeah so I guess similar mechanics and things. Well, not so much because uh, he's Dante for one is a demon and is a super well, sorry, between a a, 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 bird, a kind of a nephilim between a, a, a demon and or maybe he's human. I don't remember if it was, but uh, he's between a human or a demon and an angel, I believe. And again, maybe it's maybe it's human demon. I have, I don't remember, but. Yeah, he's a demon hunter, and he has superhuman abilities, so he can jump really high, um, and he can take, you know, incredible amounts of damage. Uh, he also seems to have an infinite amount of bullets in his guns, which is fascinating. <laughs> um, and is also very strong, so I wouldn't say anything. Also, there's, like I said, he has guns in the game, but they're not, they, they, there's no uh, aiming down sights or anything like that. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, it's just like auto-aim. So you lock on and... Well, I guess similar to Resident Evil, the original ones, where you just aimed uh, and you you basically hit them, right? Yep. Um, it just... All that determined was like the amount of distance between the two. I don't know if... Like, was it always an automatic headshot? I mean, not that it would insta-kill them, but like, if you aimed at a zombie and any like the first second or third game would that be uh would they always the character always aim for the head or would just like center of mass uh i don't remember i feel like you had to yeah i feel like it was more center of mass type of thing only if you got really close it would be like a headshot yeah that sounds about right it's been a long time since i played that first game though i assume with a shotgun um again if you're up close i feel like headshots are you know always a thing with that a guarantee yeah, the, the shotguns, yeah, pretty much, yeah, guarantee they're going down. Yeah, I, I played a lot more 4 and 5 and into 6, but I never finished it. I, I mean, that's, play it. that's a, those are completely different games. Yeah, exactly, very different like that's, games. 4 is what set 5 and 6 apart from, you know, 1, 2, and 3, whereas, like, 1 set the bar for the next two games and next few games, and then 4 sets the bar for the next several games and several franchises like Dead Space. <laughs> yeah, and those are the ones that I played uh, a fuck ton of. Those are the, the stuff that I tend to like more. With Resident I mean, that's Evil. that's kind of more of our generation because I would not say that the I would not say that the first three games were our generation because those were in 
90 they just they, it was literally just the 25th anniversary of Resident Evil 1 the other day oh wow I didn't realize yeah so no so it's it's if it's 25th it's um 96 yeah it was 96 because you and I are 27 right now that's right yeah so we're we're two years older than Resident Evil so yeah I couldn't play Resident Evil 1 in the day I, I maybe I could have on like a PlayStation if I had gotten it, but that would have been a PS1 instead. I don't know if they had remastered it for PS2. But I wouldn't yeah. have because, you know, I was two years old at the time. And I couldn't play two or three either because, well, again, two was released immediately afterwards uh, in 97, and I think three was 99. Yeah, I'm not, I don't remember the, the details for that stuff. So, like, oh, maybe you could have played three when you were five years old. Um, with my Christian parents, certainly not. That wasn't happening. But I was playing the old uh, the Tomb Raider games on my PS1 into my PS2. So, I, you know, I mean, you, you could play them just years later. Just yeah, but you time. were, yeah, that's true. But you were also in, more independent than I was. Well, that's fair. that's fair. Keep that in mind. And I wasn't as proactive, nor am I a proactive person, if you guys couldn't tell. Well, I guess that's fair, yeah. And, and, yeah, maybe we were playing different kind of games, too. My parents didn't pay much attention to what games I was playing. Whereas I always felt like my parents always were looking at what games I was playing. Oh, that would have been so annoying. I would have been so pissed. <laughs> maybe not. I'm just probably making stuff up. Probably not. But <laughs> I did play downstairs because I didn't have a TV in my room. I remember the only ones that my parents would get mad at is one time they came in during a cutscene on a Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Oh, boy. And the swearing was just so bad, and they got pissed. They were like, this is the kind of games you play down here, and they're like, we're taking this game away. But then they just made a big stink, and they never took it. <laughs> just to scare you and not to, like, threatened, but didn't fall through <laughs> with threats. Empty, uh, in- empty threats. Yep, which was a lot of them back when I was, yeah, empty threats with a lot of that stuff. But so. speak, speaking of Grand Theft Auto, you hear their remaster. Okay, I don't know if remaster is the word or re-releasing the first three, like three San Andreas and Vice City. Oh, cool, cool. Yep. With certain um, elements of it updated, uh, it, I don't think it's a full-on like transfer of engine so it's the GTA 5 engine I have no idea I, I don't even know mm. yeah I mean 3 could use some upgrades I mean I like the story for that game but going back to it, it's pretty clunky <laughs> yeah, San Andreas still runs great I think from the last time I played it um, Vice City was it was running okay too but that game was also a little clunky but yeah, again, I, I, I don't know. I just heard overheard this in a stream this morning. Uh, so I, and I, you know, don't play GTA. I'd only play it if it was with my friends. So when, when they had it, so I, I have no idea what the, the whole ideal is with that. Oh, okay. Oh, you didn't. Oh, that's interesting. Hmm. Well, I, I just haven't. I, what I mean is, I don't know what the, uh, what what the, um, the release is shaping out to be or to look like. Hmm. Yeah, I think those were the only three that I played. I I, I played the PS uh, P ones that they put out too. Uh, Vice City Stories and um, I think it was Liberty Street Stories too. Maybe not Liberty Street, but I don't remember what the Liberty City was. Stories. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> those will never see the light of day. 
yeah, I mean, I really liked the Vice City ones. Or the Vice City one, but that, that other one was crap. <laughs> it was just like a lame kind of uh, GTA 3 PSP version kind of thing. Different story, but the mechanics weren't that great. Uh-huh. But the Vice City story ones was pretty cool. They had all these different, like, gang things you could do. It was a pretty cool game. I like that one. Well, now. Interesting. Yeah, but I haven't touched any of that stuff in years. And speaking of Resident Evil, they put out a trailer for the new upcoming movie uh, that's coming out. I think it hits out November. Let me see. Yeah, is that the one that's going to Netflix? I don't know about that. Good grief, they have a collection, the like the, I guess I would call it the, uh, I don't know if Paul Anderson did all of them, but like, the, um, uh, Mila Jovovich, uh, collection mm -hmm. for like 53 bucks on Amazon. Uh, that's not terrible. Blu-ray, right? Blu-ray. Ah, uh, yeah, maybe I gotta pick that up. Oh, you, I mean, I guess, okay, fair enough. Because I'm still missing the last one, and I don't have any of them on Blu-ray, so... <laughs> no, fair enough, just because we have, um... We're gonna be doing those eventually, so yeah, that's that's fair. Exactly. Yeah, otherwise I don't need them on Blu-ray, but... I guess if we're gonna cover them, I might as well get them in their best forms. So. Okay, okay, so apparently... Apocalypse and Extinction were not directed by... Yeah. Um, by Paul, but they were screenwritten by him. Yep. Yeah, and he was he was pulling some George Lucas routines with... Uh, oh, boy. What's that called again? Here's a third one. Like, the hand up the ass. There we go. <laughs> yes, Afterlife Retribution and the final chapter uh, were all by him. Yep. All yep. written and directed by him. Yeah, and it shows. It okay. shows. So there's one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, so there's only six of them. Got it. Yep. Okay. With the biggest... The longest, excuse me, the longest uh, stretch of time between movies being 2012 to uh, 27. Or yeah, 2012 to 2017. Okay, that makes sense. It actually is about right. Um, the new one, yes, the new one is called Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City. Is it animated uh, or live action? No, this is live action. So written and directed by Johannes Roberts. Oh, I did not realize that that was already... Did it say that it already has a release date, did you say? It is November 24th, 2021. Uh, okay, now I'm, now I'm going to uh, look this up here. Running time, 106. Oh my goodness. Oh, of course it was filmed in Toronto. Of course it was. <laughs> wow. Wow, really? You know what? I'm going to look up the trailer. We're going to watch it. <laughs> We're watching this. Johannes Roberts. Was that the... Did he come for one of the pirates? No, he didn't do one of the no. pirates. It's... Also, not written by him. Well, it says written by him, but check the other writers. Oh, that's right. 40 meters down. That's right. Ugh. Got a history there, eh? <laughs> yeah, not a huge... Not a huge fan. I guess it's released by Sony Pictures. Okay, so I'll keep that one in mind. Wow, it's not animated. Wow, this is this is some shocking stuff to me. Hmm. Okay, let's see here. Um, look in the chat. There it is. Sure. Oh, 
Did you hear right that? There. Yeah, I heard it. So let's uh, go go back to zero. So uh, we're gonna do a live commentary on reaction uh, of the Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City, official trailer, HD in theaters, November 24th. This was released a few days ago on Sony Pictures Entertainment. Kind of wish they wow. had this last tonight at No Time to Die, but who knows. Um, it's currently got 6 million-ish views and 66,000-ish thumbs up and 16,000 like uh, thumbs down-ish thumbs down, excuse me. All right. Um, any of you care... Uh, this is way after the fact. Uh, get it to timestamp zero. Are you ready, sir? Yep, I'm ready. I would, I would assume that you have headphones on, right? Yep. Doesn't matter anyway. Okay, ready. Plus play in three, two, one, go. Excuse me, in movie theaters. Okay, so they're not. Uh, that makes sense. So there's liquor. Official trailer. Interesting. This is shocking to me that this. So is... there's Claire. Claire Redfield. Excuse me. Oh, it's not Allie Lauder anymore. Oh, hey, it's '99. Okay. So it takes place in 1998. Constantine Films. I guess they still have the rights. Hmm. Hey, it's Robbie Emil. Makes sense if it's filmed in, like, you know, the Ontario area. He's from there. Oh, okay. Huh. Wow, I didn't hear anything about this. This is so surprising. Hmm. So, oh, hey, Neil McDowell. Nice. McDowell, excuse me. Um, oh, man. Town or city? Because... At least in the, at least in the remake, it looks like an actual like city. <laughs> Was it a small town? There's a difference here. Yeah, you know this this looks this looks like something I'm gonna definitely be watching. <laughs> no, what do you think of the theme the the, the song choice? We showed that. Uh, not. I mean, oh boy, of course. Hey, I recognize that one guy. Huh. Yeah, Neil McDowell. No, oh, it was someone, someone else. Oh, okay, never mind. Sorry. So it's okay. So Chris and Jill are in this. I think that was Chris right there. Oh golly, I think Wesker's in this as well. Oh wow, of course. But it's focusing on Claire right now, instead of Jill. Yeah, the idea is that maybe they're gonna look take or shoot. Interesting. Maybe it's going to take place between one and two. Maybe a bit of three. I don't know. Oh, you mean in taking place in terms of the games or the movie? Yeah, they're going to like adapt parts of one and two. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Oh, umbrella. I combine both of them. Interesting CGI there. <laughs> yeah, the CGI is yeah, definitely a little wavery. Oh, so is that Leon? Maybe it is. Rated R. I mean, it better be. Oh, the guy with the curly hair you think was supposed to be Leon? I think so, because he's wearing the police uh, uniform. Oh. So I assume that's him. Well, definitely off-casting. I wouldn't have thought... I mean, maybe he'll be good in the role, but I, it's not uh, <laughs> the in the uh, the old movies. The guy looks a lot... Oh, fuck. This is starting to play again. <laughs> he looks just like the character, but he's a terrible actor. Yeah, it's like how the perfect actor for... Uh, Wesker would have been Val Kilmer. <laughs> yeah, and in a certain time in his career, yeah. Yeah, yeah, at a certain point, like the 80s version of Val Kilmer. It could have been, like, you know, the creators of the first game probably were maybe mauling him off after that. I have no idea. Or the 
or whatever, like the live action actor they were using in that for the uh, full motion videos they were using. Mm. Well, yeah, thanks for bringing that to my attention. I had no idea that was coming out this year. Holy crap. Well, yeah, this, this coming season. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like next month. <laughs> yeah, you and I and Johnny hopefully will go try to see that. Might go to see it before you guys and then, you know, watch it um, with you guys eventually. I don't know, but that's... Yeah, I didn't hey. know that either until today. I was like, I knew it was coming out, but I didn't know it was, like, coming out shortly. Like, dang, that's interesting. Yeah, I thought they were still filming. So... Yeah, again, initial impressions, what do you think? Ah! Uh... I mean, it looks like they're really leaning into the horror, which is nice. I mean, almost all the uh, Anderson films lean more into the action. So, <laughs> Except maybe the first one. Uh, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I still haven't seen any of them. You know, who knows? Maybe we do a quick commentary of... You know what? Perfect time maybe to start the video game-a-thon. Um, yeah. Because it's up there, and we'll just, instead of, like, picking a random one, we'll just do Resident Evil, because, you know, it's right around the corner. Yeah, well, maybe we'll hit up Johnny and uh, see if he's free either Monday or, like, a weekend coming up. Something like that. Oh, yeah, I think I might go and make myself some ramen shortly, but... <laughs> That's what my sibling made. There you go. Killed ramen. Hey, ramen's not terrible, it's just, like, depending on which ramen you get, and... Like, like st store-bought, maybe, but, like, restaurant-quality stuff? No, that stuff's good. Yeah, you know, I always prefer my homemade ramen over, over restaurant ramen. I always feel like they pack it too full of stuff at restaurants. Yeah, you put... Your, what do you have in yours again? Do you put tofu in yours sometimes? Yeah, I always have tofu puffs, bok choy. Frequently, I'll put a little bit of kimchi. and nice. And I also put um, miso. Nice. My sibling puts carrots and I think either gr uh, green green onions or something else in there. Maybe even celery. Oof. oof. Yeah, that sounds like, like too much for me. Too crunchy. <laughs> really? Interesting. Yeah, the crunch of the carrots and then the crunch of the, uh, um, the celery. Yeah, it would put me off. Well, if you boil the carrots or steam the carrots, it would get soft. That's true. That's You'd have true. to do it beforehand, though. Yeah. Wow, a new Resident Evil. And I was just thinking, because I was like, wow, it's, you know, I, it seems like it's been so soon since the last one, but that was 2017. And there was, there is an animated one on Netflix uh, that deals with stuff after Resident Evil 2 Remake that has the same uh, actors portraying, or, yeah, re-portraying themselves in that part, so. Oh, yeah, that's probably what I've seen yeah. with the Coming Soon banner. Don't worry, oh. that's maybe it. Okay, my last, I got one one last thing. Yeah, please do. Go ahead, sorry. On Netflix, have you noticed uh, The Undertaker, Escape The Undertaker, interactive? Uh... I have not. I've not been on Netflix in like maybe two weeks. Yeah, shockingly, they did a Netflix special, an interactive movie. And, yeah, you uh, told me that though before, right? Yeah, I watched it. I just watched it. So what did you think? Two nights ago. Um, it wasn't great. I mean, I appreciate... I, I kind of like The New Day. Um, I often don't like a lot of their matches, but I think that they can put on some fun promos. And they were the tag team trying to make their way through The Undertaker's mansion. So I kind of enjoyed seeing them get to stretch a little bit more, but... I mean, they had, like, this one kind of fight scene with The Undertaker, and it was kind of lame, and... <laughs> 
And, uh, yeah, I didn't spend hours going through it like I did with Bandersnatch. I just went through it once and then turned it off, so maybe that's and a sign. how'd the combat work? Did you, like, you couldn't dictate the combat, right? Just, like, which direction they would have gone. Yeah, yeah, so you'd pick which of the three that you want to follow, and that would lead to different scenarios, or you could choose to betray the group, and that would lead you somewhere else, and that kind of thing. Okay, I see. But my favorite part was the premise that they were going to try to get into his uh, his mansion to steal his urn. Oh, no, not these, the urn. <laughs> they had these photos of Paul Bearer, and they would show, like, little clips of Paul Bearer ramping up the urn for him and the Undertaker getting his power. Interesting. They were like, you know, like, oh, the, this tag team, you know, we're doing pretty good, but if we can get our hands on that urn, we'll go to the next level. Oh, so I love that it's just a premise. <laughs> just the complete kayfabe uh, reality of it. I, I like that, but... But yeah, otherwise it was kind of, I was kind of like, eh, it was fine. A little gimmick thing, but eh. Interesting. But maybe it'll bring some new people to, bring some people back to the WWE. They're like, oh, like, I guess they, they still exist. Fair enough. Because <laughs> I don't think as many people are watching. I don't, I don't know what else to say, just other than, like, McFoley made a, a video the other day. Uh, stating that WWE's in dire straits. Maybe not dire straits, but they're, they they need to change. Absolutely. Um, and keep in mind, apparently he's, at least according to the comments, so I don't know if this is trusted and verified. I have no idea, but uh, he is still on their payroll, so him saying that, I guess he, you could say he was, you know, what, what is it? He was uh, putting his job on the line. I have no idea. Yeah, and he's always been someone who's who stayed away from criticizing WWE, so for him to come out and be like, hey, you guys are messing up big time right now. And they, they definitely are. <laughs> oh, they certainly are. Yeah, poor Vince. Maybe it's time to retire the reins. No, no, no. <laughs> He'll still be there for another 20 years. It's fine. <laughs> oh, he will be, but, I mean, maybe the WWE won't be. Maybe it'll just be him in his basement. <laughs> A couple of wrestlers. Right now, ridiculous plots for them. Oh, dear. Rehashing stuff from the 80s and 90s that didn't work. <laughs> Goldberg. He'll, he'll still bring back Goldberg. Hey, maybe that's not a stupid idea of, like, you know, maybe he's done it already, and I, I just haven't watched it, but maybe, you know, bringing back ideas from, like, you know, ideas that didn't work. Like, maybe that could work. Yeah, yeah, I mean... Or maybe not. Yeah. I mean, I, I've been trying to keep up, but it's, yeah, I, I just, Don't. yeah, no. Stop, you need to stop. I can't even keep up with AEW currently because i got so many shows, but, but there's definitely some good stuff on from both companies, but I lean on the AEW train currently. Oh, just because it's more enjoyable, eh? Yeah, yeah, definitely more enjoyable, no doubt. <laughs> well, but it was, it was good chatting with you. I'm looking forward to... King Kong on Sunday. That's yep. going to be a big show. So mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm looking forward to rewatching that. Uh, got anything fun planned for your week? Work, grind, gym. That's it. Well, you know, I mean, at least you got the gym, the reprieve from the grind. Yeah, no, the the grind basically. Although it kind of, sometimes it does feel like the grind, even though it's passion. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll talk again. Talk again soon. Good night, sir. Talk to you from the phones or the, the, the text messages. Absolutely. Yeah. Have, have a good night. Peace. Peace.